0: All right. Welcome back to the Hutchinson Report. Talent Hall of the Air. Before we open up the phone lines about 9.15 or thereabout, we got some things we got to talk about. The Hutchinson Report podcast. Take of the week. By the way, our podcast goes out on Spotify, Podbean, and, let's see, YouTube and Apple One. Correct? Correct. So you can listen to it. It's about three to five minutes where we do a review of what strikes my fancy during the week. And there's been a lot of things. All right. Let's get down to business. Bayard Rustin. Bayard Rustin, there's a big move now in California. It's on Gavin Newsom's desk. Pardon him posthumously. Little update. Bayard Rustin had sex in a car with a man in Pasadena 67 years ago. He was arrested on a morals charge. You know, back in the day when you did something like that, oh, boy, you were literally banned in Boston. Having sex with a man in a car in Pasadena. Bayard Rustin is a giant, as we well know, an icon in the civil rights movement. He was the architect of the March on Washington. He was Dr. King's main advisor. And Dr. King, to his everlasting credit, even though back in that era of being homosexual, gay, that was verboten. That's right, Ricky. Bring out, yep, the, the cuffs, the sirens and everything. Banned, literally banned. Well, you were in prison. But anyway, um, Bayard Rustin was arrested on morals charges, convicted. Dr. King, to his everlasting credit, did not cut bait with him. He supported him, even though everybody said, get rid of the guy. He's bad news. He's toxic. Can't have him. King said no. Sixty-seven years later, there's a petition now in the state legislature. It's on Governor uh, Newsom's desk. Pardon Bayard Rustin. So it's going to be very interesting. CNN did a big thing on that the other day. It's been in the news. We'll see what happens. Yes, pardon him. But I'll even take it a step further. He never should have been arrested in the first place. And we'll leave it at that. Morals? Whose morals? Not mine. LAPD chief Michael Moore, as long as we're on the local beat... I'm gonna give him a big prop this morning. He did two things that I like. You know, we beat up on the LAPD and and certainly when they do everything wrong, you know, the violence, shootings, abuse, blah, 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 misconduct. And no one has been stronger and more vocal than Earl O'Farrell Hutchinson when the LAPD doesn't get it right. But when they get it right, we gotta be even-handed. We gotta be balanced. Give him credit. Mike Moore did two things that I like recently. Number one, big issue now as you know. Some LAPD cops over in the metro, well, one division anyway, got caught falsifying records about gangs, um, claiming uh, Leroy Jackson's a gang member. Well, no, he did claiming Jackson's a gang member, and Leroy can't doesn't know gang from cooling the gang. I mean, you, you have a record, you can be harassed, you know, for the rest of your life. The Scarlet Letter. Um, they lied, blatantly lied, and falsified. Mike Moore said, those officers, they should be out of there. They have no place on the LAPD. He's right. And, you know, he made a public statement about that, had the press conference. We like that. Take a strong stand. Voice what you say. Send the right message. He did something else. I'm coming home last week, uh, Leroy, from a little engagement. I see... Five LAPD cruisers on the corner. They have one little black guy handcuffed, arrested. Why do you have five cars out there? That's overkill. That gives the the optics look bad. It's like you have an occupying army. And by the way, it's not the first time I've seen that. Michael Moore, you know, I brought that to his attention. He responded. Had the watch commander get in touch with me. He said we're going to look into this, and I believe him. I believe him. He understands it doesn't look good. Somebody might say, you got that many cops with that much time on their hands. And and you know what they were doing, Leroy? Socializing. Mm. You know, it was a little excuse to get together, you know, and hobnob. On taxpayer dollars, come on. It's not going to work. Mike Moore, we applaud you for that. Follow through on that. Don't drop the ball. Next week, we're going to be talking about Jackie Lacey and the L.A. District Attorney's race. No, I'm not going to say worthless Lacey. No, I didn't say that. Somebody else said that. We're going to invite them all on. Here's the deal, Leroy. Um, Gascon, George Gascon, and Rossi, they are the two challengers. They're reformed people. We like that. We're going to invite all three of them on. If Jackie Lacey does not come on, the chair that you're sitting in will be empty. We will have a picture and a sign of her. I, no, no, no. It's going to be an empty chair. I will be addressing questions to her in absentia if she doesn't come. We expect the others to in studio. And by the way, it should be a hot time in the old town tonight. All right. I know, Leroy, you think he's going to win no matter what. I got that. He is Donald Trump. Donald John Trump. Well, we've got this charade that's going on now. Why are they doing this, Leroy? I mean, come on. The deal is already in. The fix is already in. My grandmother, who never got past the second grade, she could mail that in from the kitchen. See, he's going to be acquitted. You know, you need two-thirds of the Senate. Now, can you imagine in your wildest dreams, Leroy Jackson, 16 GOP senators voting to convict, assuming all 47 Democrats vote to convict? I'm not even assuming that. What are we doing? Some people say we need it for the historic record. Damn the historic record. (laughs) The guy is still president, which you've done something else. Do you know he has raised, thank you, uh, Ricky, do you know he has raised unprecedented amounts of money using impeachment? Using that as a fundraising vehicle, I got to tell you, Leroy, it, the man is so happy he can't see straight. He gets to beat up on the Democrats. He gets to tweet furiously all over the place. He, he raises gobs of money. He fires up his base, Michigan, Ohio. Pennsylvania, Northern Florida, and Wisconsin. I mean, they just love it. Beating up on our poor little president. You couldn't beat him in 2016 at the polls. Now you got this Hail Mary stuff you're trying to do. I warn, be careful on that one. It won't work. He's at the anti-abortion rally. Now, he is the first sitting president, Leroy Jackson, that's ever gone to, they do it every year. Thousands of people come out, anti-pro-choice, save the children, unborn, you're born, He was the first president. He sent a message uh, a year or so ago. But he actually, Reagan sent a message too. He's the first one that showed up. I got to tell you, that's the base. The base. He loves the base and he plays to them. Like a fine-tuned Stradivarius, we would listen to Brahms in the parking lot. That's gun- the gorgeous Dante's second movement of the piano concerto. I'm reminded, Leroy, you said you heard the strings, you heard everything. Well, that's what he does with his bass. He plays them like the strings in the bass section. Not a bad job. Antonio Brown, you know what? What's wrong with Brown? Antonio Brown, I loved him with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Then he left there. I mean, you know, he wore out his welcome there, got out of there. And now, of course, he was arrested this week again, yet again. You know, Antonio Brown, I have to tell you, that hit when in that Cincinnati Bengals game, my mind keeps going back to that. It was a huge, vicious hit from Burfe. Um, I got to think something happened something snapped up in that brain, <laughs> in those brain cells up there. And he's taking a lot of hits, too. I mean, he's a marked man. I mean, he was the NFL's top receiver for a long time. But I think that hit did something to him. In other words, discombobulated him. <laughs> he needs professional help desperately. Please help this man. You've been listening to the Hutchinson Report podcast of the week. We'll be right back.